All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. They're coming to get you, Barbara. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice candy. Here's Johnny. Vanity. Definitely my favorite city. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. The power of Christ come upon you! This is my boomstick! What's your favorite scary movie? Good evening, and welcome to Shiver, a horror movie podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Daniel DeBona. And I'm David Uyoa, and I am so glad I remembered what the intro was because I didn't do it last week because I was not here. And uh, and Daniel uh, very uh, courageously held the uh, the fort down without me. Yeah, uh, courageous. Courageously is is a good word to describe uh, um, talking about Wicker Man for an hour. That's what I was the, getting the, at. The 2006 Wicker Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's not let's not you know, associate that with the, with the classic 1970s film uh, with one of the greatest actors of all time, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. Absolutely. Who um, we, we, we discussed on the episode. If, if you didn't, if you didn't listen to um, our episode, the original idea for the remake was going to have Christopher Lee in it. And then it just sat on the shelf for so long. He eventually went on and did other stuff and we ended up with what we got. Count Dooku. Yeah. Um, you know, so decisions were made. Um, Count Dooku is one of the better things about the the Star Wars prequel trilogy. So, um, so yeah, yeah, I enjoy him, and there's things to enjoy about that too. Um, and then there's Wicker Man, (laughs) but that's not what we're talking about today, because uh, if you're watching live, we are two days away from uh, Saint Patty's Day. Ah, Uh, yes. And if you're listening at some point. Um, you know, not live. Probably you might still week. be recovering from St. Uh, Patty's Day. You might be. You might be uh, balls deep in green beer and uh, and still wondering what the hell happened to the last 72 hours. And uh, that's about what St. Patty's Day was like for me in my 20s. And um, although I can't say I miss it, I miss it. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm the same way with it, right? Like every year it rolls, like this year it's a Saturday, right? And it's like, oh, yeah. man. Or a Friday, a Friday, excuse me. So it's Friday. like, oh, yeah. it, it really seems. But this year, this year, my excuse is like, oh, well, I can't drink a gallon of green beer. I've got opening day for baseball the next morning. But there you go. Really, the 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 almost forty year old in me is like, good, good, yes, have an excuse to not <laughs> to to, to not drink to not drink a fifth of Jameson, um, <laughs> and, and wash it down with green Bud Light. So, but yeah, yeah we are we we've got we do have St. Patty's Day coming up, and and we've got a good one. We do. I mean, maybe the best St. Patrick's Day or, well, let me not say best, but definitely the most St. Patrick's Day themed horror movie. Um, maybe the best, too. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, count my chicks before they hatch or, you know, uh, count my, um, you know, bangers and mash before. Before I eat them, I don't know. Something like uh, that. We tried. We tried. Um, yeah, yeah, this was so. So we're doing Leprechaun this week, and this is the one. Last year, this is the one that everybody just kind of assumed we were going to do, and and we kind of went out of our way to not do Leprechaun last year because mm-hmm. we were like, all right, let's let's subvert expectations a little bit here, and uh, and so that's when we did the Hollow, 
Uh, and you can still find that on our uh, on on everything the shiver, you know, uh, horror yes. movie podcast. It's there. And uh, so so, but this year we're, we're we're doing we're doing the damn thing. And uh, and yeah, we're we're watching Leprechaun, and uh, we watch Leprechaun, and we're gonna talk about it. And I mean, we watched it, right? We watched it. <laughs> <laughs> so I I mean, this is it's interesting because we went with the Hollow last year, and the Hollow is a straight up horror movie. Um, right. It, it is. It is rather scary. Um, and there's uh, there's lots of really great um, Irish folklore in it and, and, and mythology and all of that. And this movie kind of does something totally different. Um, it, it takes like an, an American view on right. Irish uh, leprechaun mythology. Right. Um, and it also doesn't take itself too seriously. This is definitely it, it falls in the in the camp of comedy horror or horror comedy whichever one you want to put first i feel like it is appropriate so um my question to you daniel is does leprechaun charm us right or does it leave us with some sort of disillusion so we we talked a little bit um before we got started about this uh, this is the first time i have gone back and watched the original leprechaun since easily the late nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember this being one that when I was like 15, 16, it was one that everybody knew about. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I, and I was kind of, and it was, it was one of those ones that it was, it was a blockbuster find. Right. And this, this was a movie that, that, that just kind of, it was, it was, it was cool back then. Every, mm-hmm. you know, when it was still in the zeitgeist. And I, I remember there was one time on uh, Wayne's world skit on, Saturday Night Live, they talked about Leprechaun, right? Yeah. I mean, it was it was everywhere. So going back and watching it now, and you know, you you does does it charm? Man, I don't know. Like it it definitely it definitely feels like a product of its time. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely feels like a movie that was never. Let me not say was never taken seriously because they did they did some they did some gruesome stuff in here. It, it definitely just kind of staked its claim in the in the slasher genre. They they mm-hmm. knew they wanted to do something different. They knew they wanted to create an iconic character. Uh, they followed that idea of going out and finding the new hot thing um, and, and Jennifer Aniston and and kind of built a cast around her. Um, like the kid from don't tell mom, the babysitter's dad, you know, all, all that stuff. I I was, I wasn't disappointed in it yesterday. Um, that's, that would be the wrong word. I I wasn't scared though, you know? So it was, it was fun to go back and watch it. It really was. It definitely has its moments. I I mean, you're, you're always kind of laughing at the, at the leprechaun from the moment he first shows up. And he's he's one of those characters that is sold by how well he's performed and the commitment that, that you get out of it. I definitely wouldn't say disillusioned, but yeah, there there is there is a charm to going back and watching this. Also being able to look back in and see everything that this franchise became. I mean, we eventually got Leprechaun in the Hood, Leprechaun yes. Back to the Hood. I mean, these are movies that exist, right? <laughs> and so there, there, there was something there. There was absolutely something there. And to go back and watch kind of where it started back when the movie did take itself seriously, 
um, in trying to be a slasher was a fun little trip down memory lane. I do remember being kind of scared by it when I was, you know, 13, 14, watching this thing for the first time. I, I never really found myself scared. This isn't a tense movie, but it's it's got some fun moments. And I I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to enjoy it when I went back and watched it. You know, your um, your sentiments mimic my own. Uh, this was Leprechaun was the kind of series that was ever present in the 90s. Uh, you'd walk into a blockbuster and whatever the newest one was. And uh, they were typically like direct to video. Right. Um, the poster was plastered all over that like horror corner. And so it, it, it was something that was always on my mind. Uh, in the same way that, you know, um, because it arrived later on the scene than uh, than Halloween and, and Friday the 13th did, um, like A Nightmare on Elm Street, I, I remember seeing those posters everywhere. Right. You know, and I don't remember that first Nightmare on Elm Street poster because it's, it's you know, a little bit before I was born. But I do remember seeing the later Nightmare on Elm Street posters. I remember seeing that uh, Silence of the Lambs poster. That was one that made a big impression on me. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, and, and so, like, I remember seeing Leprechaun everywhere when uh when, when they came out and he was scary the posters were scary like the the leprechaun yeah. himself is i think an iconic horror killer uh whether or not he's a good horror killer is kind of irrelevant because if you can right. like stake your claim on in, in the horror verse like that's really all that matters um you know how many times have we heard this thing is a is a classic and then you go back and you watch and you're like well you know it might be a classic piece of shit but it's still a classic, <laughs> but it's um, still a classic. and and i don't think that this is that i don't think that the, uh, th this is garbage let me just say yeah. that. All right. But this is the schlocky kind of garbage that you can rewatch when you're, you know, uh, you know, maybe two or three pints of Guinness in. And right. uh, and 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 you you turn to your friend and in the worst Irish accent you could possibly imagine, say, well, what are we going to do now, laddie? Right. <laughs> and and then you're like, well, we haven't fucking watched Leprechaun this year. And and it's St. Patty's Day. <laughs> right. So, you know, either the Red Sox are playing and they're not or we're going to watch fucking Leprechaun. There we go. And, and and I think that that's exactly what this movie is. This is the kind of movie that you can rewatch time and time again. And it's never going to get better. Yeah. But that, it's that also it's also never going to be less than what you need it to be. That that is an excellent point. This is another the, the good the one of the best reasons for movies like Leprechaun to exist is this is such a great movie to put on when you're having some sort of party um, and you want a scary movie on, but you just want something on the TV. People aren't actually sitting around watching it. People are sitting around talking, drinking, just enjoying themselves. But it's easy to have up there because let's face it. You turn this movie on at the beginning, you turn it on halfway through, you turn it on in the final it act. Matter. You've got all the info you need. Yeah. That's a leprechaun. He wants his gold and he'll kill people to get it. Like that's there, there's what seven of these things, and and all of them. That's that's you 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 get it. Like you know, yeah. and it's good. By the way, when I was mentioned, yes, he went to the hood and back to the, but he's been to space too. Yeah. I had forgotten there was a leprechaun in space. Um and I'm so, pretty sure he went to space before Jason did. 
I think so. Like I would, let's see. Yes. He went to space in 97. So yeah, that, that predates Jason X. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and so this, this is that great movie where if you, if you've got a bunch of friends over and you, and you want something on that, you don't have to pay any attention to that you can, that you can laugh at when you do look up or occasionally cringe just because something <laughs> kind of gory happens. This is a really good movie for that. And there's, there's value in that. Yeah. There really is. It's one of the greatest things about the horror genre is that you can find value in a movie that is great background noise that just that just plays well when you're not paying that much attention. And this movie definitely falls into that category. Yeah. It does. So and you know, as we're talking about the idea that you, you don't really have to pay that much attention to get full um to get full uh, a, a feel for this movie in, in a category we're calling wicked good fun little uh little warwick davis pun for everybody there i mean this is a movie right that's got a leprechaun a pot of gold and a group of people in north dakota just trying to hang on right that's 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 what that's what we've got that's it they're, yeah. they're just trying to survive so but we get some laughs we get some gore I mean, does it work as a horror? Does it work as a comedy? Does it, I mean, which, which one do you feel like it works more of when you look at the story? Listen, when it comes to story, um, my 10 month old babbled a couple syllables to me earlier today. Yes. That are as about as cogent as the story was. Okay. Fair, fair. Um, he's real cute, but don't make an awful lot of sense. <laughs> This movie is kind of that. It's it's real cute, but it doesn't make an awful lot of sense. And it doesn't have to because it's a movie that doesn't take itself very seriously. We talked about this when, when, when we do any of these kinds of movies. It just needs to make enough sense to get you from point A to point B. And if there's a point C, even better. Right. Right. As far as you can make your way down the alphabet with, you know, these ridiculous uh, premises. Great. And. That's kind of what this movie is. It doesn't make an awful lot of sense. Why does the leprechaun have any of the powers that it has? Um, you know, truthfully, some of this does go back to, um, you know, Gaelic mythology. Yes, it does. You know, the whole mimicking the voices, you know, the, going back to like changelings and things like that. Yeah. And that's real cool. But being able to reattach body parts and stuff like that. <laughs> I Listen, I'm not questioning any of it because the movie is basically one giant gag. Yeah. It's one gag to the next. And honestly, it works for me. Um, if you think about it, is it any good? No. And, and, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with this movie not really being a good movie. The kills are decent. Yeah. Uh, they're not great. They're good enough. When I learned what the budget of this movie was, I was actually in shock that they were able to really do any of the stuff that yeah, they did. they made it they, for a million dollars. A million flat. This was Trimark's first movie. And a um, million dollars was basically everything they had. 
Yeah. And and they made the movie for a million bucks. And and when you look at it, and this is 1993. So, you know, yeah, there's been quite a bit of inflation since then. But we're not talking about, like, this is the 1970s. This is the 1960s. Like, we're really only talking about, like, a 30-year period here. Right? In fact, exactly a 30-year period. Right. A million dollars was not a lot of money to make anything for back then. Like, I think Clerks was made for more than a million dollars. And Clerks was made right around this time, you know, and, and he had to go to black and white film stock. To be yeah, to exactly. He, he was so, he was making boom mics with hockey sticks. Right. So, you know, the fact that they did anything with a million dollars, much less made a movie where I was like, oh, that was a cool kill. Did it look good? No. Does that look like an eyeball? No. Will I accept it? Eyeball. Fuck yeah, I will. You know, that's 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 kind of what the story felt like to me. And and um, it, it, it is just enough story to make the ridiculous premise work. And for that, I kind of have to give it to, uh, to Mark Jones for, for putting together something that works question mark. Yeah, there's, uh, we hold, we got, we got Seth key, uh, chiming in here, friend of the show. We, uh, I have a become leprechaun to this world. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. I mean, and that, that is, that is the thing about this movie. You know, the, it's when you, when you go back and you watch it, you can, you do get a lot of quotable moments out of the leprechaun. You do get some, you do get a lot of memorable stuff. It is, it is just enough story. You're right. It's uh, it's just, it, it just kind of holds it together. And, and, and you're right. I'm okay with that. It's, mm-hmm. it's funny. There's a moment uh, in this movie where, so Jennifer Aniston plays, a girl who's gone to spend the summer with her dad. Um, and she's from LA and is used to just spending money on whatever she wants, right? Everything's just all about money. And mm-hmm. so then we get, a, we get a very Hallmark movie moment where she, yeah. she bumps into Nathan carrying the paint thinner and she tries to just pay him for it. And he doesn't understand what she's doing. Yeah, and, and he's, she, he's very small town. He's like, well, you can start with, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, very, very Hallmark. Yeah. And uh, and there's this great moment where she uh, where she goes uh, and he says he's like oh you girls are always afraid of spiders and she goes excuse me this is the 90s did you <laughs> I'm sorry did, did you leave your 1950s calendar here <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's just just stuff like that just some of that really funny stuff and then just the idea that the entire premise of Jennifer Aniston being stuck in any of this is just because she wants to prove to this guy that she's not some typical girl who's afraid of spiders that cracks me up. That is, that is really funny to me. It's also really funny to draw the parallels in, in her character at the beginning of this movie to her Rachel character when friends first started. Right. Cause it was the same type of thing. Yeah. Um, So, but you're right. Just as, as you get through this movie, it's just like, all right, yeah. All right. Give me a reason to go to the hospital. Okay. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Give me a reason to be down in the basement. Yep. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you know, four leaf clover came off the crate. Oh yeah. Okay. That makes sense. You know. And you're just. <laughs> and you're just. You're always just barely hanging on by a thread, but they maintain that thread so well. Right. It. You're never. You're never at any point sitting in this movie going, wait, why? Why is this happening? Mm-hmm. Because they never tried to make it super deep they never they they the the connective tissue here is strong Mm -hmm. they give you a through line 
from the very beginning where he's counting his gold to the very end when his face is just melted in the well, right? Yeah. They, they, they teach you very early on without spoon feeding you the idea that, that they're, that they're opposed to four leaf clovers. Mm -hmm. They show you early on that bullets aren't going to get it done. I mean, they, they established what their mythos was from the jump and then they stuck to it. And we always say, if you want us to buy into these movies, you make rules and you follow them. We don't yep. care what the rules are as long as you don't break them. And they did that. They set us up at the beginning. He has magic. He doesn't like four leaf clovers. He's immortal, kind of, right? And immortal uh, and enough. He, yeah, yeah, immortal enough that he can spend 10 years in a crate. And uh and they they And they he is hungry when he gets out. He is hungry when he gets out. They do address um, that. And so, you know, there's and then they just they 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 do some funny stuff with it. I love the moment when <laughs> after he scratches her leg and then he makes the cat noise and they're like, oh, it must be a cat. I'm like, what sort of cat can maul your leg like that and then meow? Like you this is this is some sort of jaguar scratch, and that's not what they sound like. <laughs> my my favorite thing about that was that um that nathan is like oh you were gonna let me yeah exactly <laughs> like with the caressing of the leg yeah you like, know like like she she's played she's overplayed her hand yeah you know like, oh so i can't caress your leg <laughs> check um and so you know they they did i do like that they they kind of stretched and played with what his magic did without mm -hmm. ever, you know, fully, fully establishing that, you know, the point when, when he's, when the, the coin collector opens his safe and the leprechaun's in there, it's like, okay, right. so this dude can teleport, I guess. Cool. Whatever. Stick <laughs> with it. Right. Like I, I'm good with that. And I, but I do like that most of his kills were, were hands on stuff. This is a guy who yeah. just clawed people. I mean, he bit people. Uh, he, you know, pogo stick to people. Yeah, pogo stick people, right? <laughs> Chased an old woman down the stairs. Yeah. Just whatever it takes. And and that was, I liked that because they did also show us early on that without his gold, he didn't have much of his magic. Mm -hmm. So it made sense that, yeah, he just had these gruesome fingers and these disgusting teeth and he might as well use them for weapons. And you also talked about the idea of some of this stuff actually coming from Gaelic lore. And I adore the, the idea of the fact that he's always shining the shoes, mm -hmm. right? Because that, that goes they established back. that right away. He's a yes. cobbler. Yeah. And that goes back as far as, as far as the idea of the leprechaun goes mm -hmm. is that I, that leprechauns are shoemakers. And if you want to confuse one, if you just throw a bunch of shoes around the place, they'll, they have to shine them. Yeah. And because a lot like when we, when we, when we did changeling last year and you get into how bizarre some of this lore is at its beginnings versus some of the homogenized versions we get now. Now I teach pre-K. We, we, we do a how to catch a leprechaun, you know, before, before St. Patrick's Day every year. And, and you always promote them as like these cute little guys. And if you catch them, you get a wish or you get their gold or whatever. And it's, it's all fun and games because that's what, that's what it's boiled down to now. We've reduced it to that. But when you go to the origins of the leprechaun myth, 
they're horrifying. It's gruesome. Yeah. It, it is. It is absolutely terrifying. And so I always love when somebody goes back to the deep roots of something that has just become a pop culture joke and shows us that these were originally told as bedtime stories that were to scare kids. Mm-hmm. You told kids stories of leprechauns so they didn't get out and wander in the fields at night. They were home when it was dark. Mm-hmm. The they go back to that idea of telling these scary stories because if you put the fear of something in a child, they would listen to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which pretty is, much. Which is so often the 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 basis of so many of these myths and and stories that we tell. Now you dig deep enough and you go, oh, this was a cautionary tale. This was told because it wasn't a good idea to be wandering the countryside in the dark. Mm-hmm. And I do love that they went back and did that with this movie and established all of that in the story. So that is a, that is one place where I give them a lot of credit. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's much more. There's really, (laughs) really go into, I mean, yeah, the story is what it is. We're not, uh, we're not exactly breaking down parables here. No. Um, When it comes to the story behind Leprechaun, like I said at the top, he's got his gold, loses his gold, wants his gold to get it back. That's, that's (laughs) all there is. You know, when when it comes to a story that's this simple, it it really kind of boils down to your cast. Um, really selling this story so in a section that we're going to call friends of the leprechaun insert uh rembrandt's here um we are going to talk about some okay. some of the actors here right yeah. um so uh, w- this actually is kind of filled with actors that we know yeah for it- such a small budget movie uh, these are actors that we're all f- fairly familiar with, right? So, does anyone stand out to you as as kind of like a like a really great performance, or a really um, bad performance, or just like a really mediocre performance? Uh, so, <laughs> um, Mark Holton is the, is the I'm guy. I'm so glad we're talking about him. Is the, is, he, he plays <laughs> Ozzy, and it's. It's actually a really, really good performance, which mm-hmm. is there's there's a lot to be said throughout the history of film and 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 stage productions as well. Uh, like you're looking at Mice and Men, right? Of the idea mm-hmm. of playing a a, a a mentally deficient character, right? And he did a great job of playing this in a realistic way without insert phrase from Tropic Thunder here that I'm not going to say. That's exactly what I was thinking. Right? Like, and he, he did an excellent job of portraying this, this grown man who's a big dude, um, but had a childlike mentality about everything. And it was, it was, it was not only, he portrayed it very well, but it was written very well in a way that was never disrespectful. Right. Um, and, and that's, that's a, that's a, like I said, I mean, it's, it's such a trope that that's why they made fun of it in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. And he did a really good job about that down to the fact that you get that really touching moment where, um, where, uh, what's the, the Alex, Kid from Alex. Don't tell mom babysitter's dead. Uh, yeah, yeah, Alex. Alex. Yeah, when he's when he's sitting, 
Yeah, when he when he's sitting there with Alex and he's talking, and Alex is like, "Yeah, man, if if I get all this gold, I'm gonna get that surgery to fix your brain, mm-hmm. right?" So and so you'll be smart because in in his, because this is his, you know this is his guy and mm-hmm. he he's looking out for him and he also he wasn't saying it in some sort of disrespectful way. He just wanted uh, he just wanted him to to live a better life and you get that really touching moment where he's kind of understanding what Alex is getting at and, and it's occurring to him in that moment where you can tell this is maybe the first time where him and Alex have had this conversation about um, his intelligence and, and kind of where he ranks on all of this. And it was just, I was, it's, it is, it is an amazing performance in a movie that, didn't warrant a performance like that Mm -hmm. and that's that's really cool when you can have you know directorial decisions and actor decisions that 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 handled that perfectly and 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 you know this is a guy who was he was uh peewee's big adventure francis right Right. yeah yeah he's francis from peewee's big adventure you know like this is a guy who, who didn't go on to do much um, I think it was in uh Teen Wolf too. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, both of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I was just I was I was actually pleasantly surprised with the performance that I'm sure that when I saw this when I was 13 was just laughable. Right. And and, and I didn't get anything out of it, but now watching it, I was I was I was really I was really kind of impressed with how well everything about that role of Ozzy was handled and you get, like I said, you get the stuff at the beginning where it's like, okay, he's the goofball in their group. And then it kind of goes and it's like, no, he's not just a goofball. And you know, he swallows the damn coin Mm -hmm. and just all of that stuff. But then at the end, you know, his, his childlike mentality saves the day. Yeah. You know, when he's, you've got to believe you've got to believe and, and to, to find the four leaf clover and, and all of that, it just it was a role that was handled extremely well when it, it in a in a in a movie and a genre that let's be honest with ourselves does not always handle these things well yeah this is this is this is a this is a role that is just ready to make this movie cringeworthy yeah and, unwatchable really and, and unwatchable mm-hmm. and they they handled it very very well i was when I fired up this movie, I remembered the role of mm-hmm. Ozzy, but I did not expect to be blown away the way that I was by the way that the whole thing was handled. And so I was super impressed with that one. There's, you know, um, I'm glad you're, you're mentioning him because he's he's an actor that I've. I've loved for a long time because Pee Wee's Big Adventure is a huge part of my childhood. So good, man. And he is is that that more enough? Can we do Pee Wee's Big Adventure? I mean, if Large Marge isn't a a monster, I don't know what is. (laughs) Right. Um, So I I saw this movie twice this week. I I saw it yesterday on my own. And I saw it today with my son uh, because it had been a long time since I'd seen it. And uh, I didn't want to put it on without having seen it you know again and um for him and and he he loves to watch these things with me 
And uh, and I was like, oh, this is you know as as juvenile as it gets with right. uh, with horror. This is a great starting point for horror. For yeah, those you, for those of you that are thinking about you know what, what can I introduce uh, my child to horror? Like this is a perfect one. Silver Bullet that we did uh, you know last summer. That's another great one. Uh, you know, but but this has a lot of that you know. Um, childlike wonderment and, and innocence in there and a lot of that is in Ozzy's character and I think that this is you know it, it's such a great teachable moment here because it's very easy to either exclude these kind of characters because you're afraid of how they're going to be handled right or you handled them with uh, like total seriousness and uh, that's not what happened here. He is very funny. Yes. And he is included in many of the gags here, but he's never the butt of the joke. Yeah. And, and um, th- that's handled very deftly, I think. It's, um, and it's a difficult balancing act because you, you, you don't want to point you know, uh, jokes at a disability. Right. Um, but this is still a human character that can be included in the story. And if the story is a comedic story, like he's going to get involved in the shenanigans that's going on, you know? So, so something like the, the pink egg with the ladder at the beginning of the movie, it's, uh, it's possible that you can look at that as, okay, well, Alex is pointing fun at, um, at, at, at the guy with a learning disability. And I don't think that's what this is because Alex has nothing but love for him. Right. And that's shown throughout the entire movie. I think that Alex would have done that no matter who it was, because Alex is a kid yeah. who has to take on kind of that, you know, responsible adult like uh, role because of who Ozzy is. And 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 the the relationship between them is beautiful. The relationship between him and Nathan, even though it's never truly harped on, like it's kind of great. Like you think Nathan is a guy who owns his own business, yeah, who has to take care of his younger brother for whatever reason. We don't know what the the living situation is for them, but for whatever reason, he brings Alex with him on these jobs, and he has given Ozzy a job, yeah, and not because it's charity. But because he enjoys Ozzy and because Ozzy's a good employee, Ozzy's dependable, you know, and if they would have listened to Ozzy from the very beginning, and this is one of the things that upon my second rewatch, because I had, just like you I hadn't seen this since since the blockbuster days. So, you know, this might as well have been a virgin watch for me. If they had just listened to Ozzy from the very beginning, like you, you can just insert curb your enthusiasm uh you know, credits here yeah. <laughs> because like the movie's fucking over because Ozzy's the only person who took this seriously. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned him because uh, Holton is a great actor. And the moment that my son saw that he was in this movie, cause he's a huge peewee fan. The moment he saw he was in this movie, he says, I want to watch this one with you. And um, when I said, okay, he was like, does he die in this one? Like he he was very concerned right. that you know he didn't want to see him die. And he plays a bad guy in Pee-wee's big adventure. Yes. But that's that's the kind of personality that uh that Mark Holton has. Like he, he just immediately endears himself to you. 
Yeah. Um, the other person that I'm going to mention here, um, and I mean, she doesn't have top billing, but she does have second billing. Jennifer Aniston, um, her comedic timing is absolutely perfect. And this is something that can occasionally get lost in Friends because Friends, I think that the, the writing is up and down. It, right. Some episodes are like very funny, really, really funny. And then some episodes are really not. Um, and there's also really great actors on that. Like, um, uh, what's this guy? Chandler. Um, Matthew Perry is, is one of the funniest guys I think that has ever been on television. Courtney Cox is an incredibly funny person. Matt LeBlanc is, I mean, like the entire cast is, is stellar, right? So it's very easy to get lost in like these, these like brilliantly funny actors, her comedic timing in this, like this is not a brilliantly written movie. We've right. We've kind of like established that this is, this is an adequately written movie. She manages to make every line count. And it's not because she's like so gorgeous that like I laugh at everything she says. Right. Cause she's not in front of me. Right. There's, there's no point that like there, there's you got nothing to prove. Right. It's not to my benefit to laugh at her. Right. Or laugh with her. But she manages to make herself someone who you can laugh at and laugh with in this movie. Yes. And and that's that's a really difficult thing to do. Like she is, I think, one of the funniest actresses of the the last 20 or 30 years. And 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 I think that you don't have to go to friends to see that. It's a better example if you come here. Yeah, because the material is not as good. It's 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 a lot easier to be funny when your script is funny. Right. You can you you can read the script to the birdcage and say, okay, well, I mean, fucking Denzel Washington could have acted in this and yeah. it would have been funny, you know. And he's not a he's not a funny actor, you know. He's he he does serious. He does action. That's what Denzel Washington does, and he's great at that. But he's not funny. Right. And and so if if I'm reading the script and I'm like Denzel Washington could have made this funny, you know, that's a funny script. Anyone can make it funny. Who can make this funny? I don't know, but I do know that Jennifer Aniston can. That's that's the sort of acting chops that she's got. The the the, the comedy chops that she's got, and gorgeous to boot. Because who the fuck can pull off those shorts? I don't know. Those shorts, man. Oh my god, those shorts. <laughs> it's it it's always so funny. It's always so funny. Like it's one thing. So you know when we did when we did sleepaway camp, mm-hmm. and you go back and all the guys are wearing the the booty the booty shorts and the yeah. midriff shirts and stuff like that. Which just I always I always try to find anytime I'm anytime I ever see like a Facebook comment from people are like, back in my day, men were men. I'm like, was this your day? And I always yeah. post the picture of the guy <laughs> pitching in sleepaway camp. Cause I'm pretty sure David Coverdale and Tony contain <laughs> looked exactly the same in that video. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> exactly. I, it's, but yeah, like the fashion that's in these things, it, it always cracks me up, man. When she starts coming down the stairs and I was like, those are some shorts. And then I saw more of them. I was like, Whoa, those are some shorts. Yeah, they are. Um, <laughs> They're, those are loud so, shorts. And Jennifer Aniston is is always an interesting case to me because one, I find her far more attractive now than back then. Mm-hmm. Um, she she aged very well. However, 
this is and this is one that that you can you can crucify me for if you want. Jennifer Aniston is what I refer to as a, as a classical music chick, and I'll explain. So um, I am not a big fan of classical music, but I would be a fool to claim that it's not good music. It's just not something I I choose. It's not something I, I listen to. Okay. Jennifer Aniston is one of those girls for me. Like whenever whenever anybody's talking about how pretty she is, I'm like, I get it. It's just she just she doesn't do it for me. Like, yeah. and, and I, I can never place exactly why because she is she's a great actress. You're talking about comedic timing, and, and this one is partially because of the rest of the cast and the writing. But the breakup, man. Oh yeah, um, that's a oh great my one. god, just so funny in that. We're the I, Millers. Yeah, we're the Millers, yeah. another one. Just and so, but I do think that she is a very good actress, mm-hmm. and I do think that it did take a lot to be funny in this and in a way that was not just laughing at the movie, but right. in the in the, the funniness that they wanted us to take from it. And so I I did it, I did enjoy her. But then I mean, yeah, yeah, once you get away from those two, right? You're like, all right, well then you've also got Alex. And, mm-hmm. and Alex, Alex did a great job because like you said, it's never really 100% established exactly what him and Nathan's, you know, do, do they have parents? Is Nathan raising him? Mm-hmm. You know, like we're, we're never a hundred percent sure on that. We just know that three guys that paint <laughs> is, is Nathan, Alex and Ozzy. And, and, you know, they, they get the job done, even if it's painting a house bright blue and giving it Crayola red shutters. Yeah. What's going on there? I, man, (laughs) it's it's painted like Captain America in the seventies. It is like, that is, that is the way a kindergartner colors a house in a picture (laughs) because they've only got eight crayons, Mm -hmm. right? It's, (laughs) and it's like, and they just want it bold and sure. I mean, whatever, but they were taking the job seriously, you know? Right. So, and, and he was, Alex was another one who that moment with Ozzy, the, the, the painting moment that you were talking about, but you know, he was, he was also kind of, he was, he was tough, which also leads you to wonder if that story is kind of him and Nathan mm-hmm. against the world, yeah. because it's obvious that he's not just tagging along and annoying his brother on these jobs. But he's working. Because he's working, yeah, he's he's out there working, and and he's you know he's obviously got some street smarts to him. He knew where the coin dealer was, you know. Hit him with the ah, can we just keep this between us? You know, like he's he's a kid who's who's at least read a couple of comics and has seen a couple of movies, and he's wise beyond his years. Yeah, he's he's definitely more mature than he should be, and he gets the kill shot, man. So good for Alex, right? Absolutely, and, and what a great line. At, at, you know the 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 line before the kill. Yes, you know, um, fuck you, Lucky Charms. Yes, and I, I Lincoln paused the movie, and he turned to me and he said he and he and he said it. He goes, did he just say fuck you, Lucky Charms? <laughs> and I said, yeah, kid, he did. And he was like, that's so cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah that really is so cool. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. There was, there was a it was Mark Mark Jones is his name, right? Like he, yeah. he knew he he knew he knew he he knew he had uh, struck gold with that one. Right? <laughs> ah, that look one, at that hey. one. Yeah, because that is that is in the that is a that is a top tier about to about to kill the killer line. Yeah. right there. Like that one is solid, and yeah, and he he delivered it perfectly. It's that's just, that's up there with commando. Uh blow off some steam. Blow bed. off some steam. Yeah. yeah. Or 
<laughs> just Arnold Schwarzenegger ones. This one's not even a good one, but honest to God, I think it made me laugh harder than anyone else in a racer when he kicks the dead alligator at the guy and goes, your luggage. That one just <laughs> 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 But <laughs> it is it is my goal to mention Schwarzenegger in every <laughs> single one of our episodes until we do end of days. Until we get to end of days. And then never mention him again. <laughs> but it's just it really is it really is amazing how in a movie where when we came off the top and said, you know, it's not good and and the story's just barely there. But these characters that we got played their roles so well that I was invested in them making it through. You know, that was one thing that hunger and I talked about last week on wicker man. It's like, yeah, I don't give a shit if this dude dies. I know he's going to, but I don't care. I don't care if, if he, I I, like, I barely care that he's just out there decking all these two dimensional women (laughs) that live on this Island. Cause they suck, you know, just like now one of them measures up to Britt Eklund. What? Not one of them measures up to Britt. No, no. And, and so, but, but what we got out of the characters in this and, and yeah, that, you know, the dad's there, Nathan's there, they're, they're fine. But those three characters, I really was invested in them, in them making it through and them surviving and, and figuring out how to solve this leprechaun problem. And that's, you know, it, especially in a slasher movie, there's 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 a lot to that because yeah. when you watch a movie like this and you just kind of expect everyone's gonna die, if you actually create characters that I care about and that I'm emotionally invested in, if and when they die, that's super impressive. Right. Yeah. So in 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 a in a uh, category here that we're just gonna call hilariously scary, we are not unfamiliar with the horror comedy. We we do them and and we we usually enjoy them, and we've always got to take some time to talk about the balance there because we've talked about how good the kills are. We've talked about how good the performance is, is the performances are. I mean, when we look at both of those things, so we've got we've got kills. We've got gags. I mean, what? Which ones in particular kept you going, either because you were laughing or because you were kind of grossed out? Like, why were you still sticking around by the end of this movie? I'll tell you. Uh, as far as kills go, um, my favorite—I wouldn't even call it a kill because it's just a like a gag, really. Um, when when the leprechaun takes the eyeball. <laughs> and um uses it as his new eyeball eye for um, an eye me laddie <laughs> it is it, it's it's the perfect melding of humor and gore because like he's already killed this guy right, right? um and it's crazy like he just kind of like you know, scratched at his face and <laughs> and now i guess he's dead right um which is like the same thing he did to to Tori's leg earlier right. in the movie, and 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 yet this totally massacres uh, the the deputy, uh, but but only you know, I mean, it, all, all all that Tori needed was like a like some neosporin, you know, um, <laughs> and neosporin was not going to help this guy out. No, <laughs> so nope. uh, so he takes this old eyeball and shoves it into his into his face, and. 
it works. Yeah. Like it and, and, and it's and it's not even a good looking eyeball. Like it is that is like the hardest looking eyeball I've ever seen. It could very well have been a marble that was painted. I and, believe it and, probably and I, and I, was. I believe it probably was. Yeah. Um, like there was no squishiness to this. Um, you know, this is not like a like a Giallo movie where it's like, <laughs> oh, is that really an eyeball? Did you get that from like a local hospital or something? You know, th- this is not that. Um, you know, the 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 blood is not very realistic looking, but fuck it works. Like it's effective, you know, and and the 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 weird like predator blood that that he he bleeds yeah you know that i i will say that effect at the end when he swallows the clover where he starts to like disintegrate that's a pretty you know gnarly looking effect yeah that that had to that had to be a solid chunk of their budget because they did a great job with that i would believe that it was half of it if you told me that it was because <laughs> uh, it is it is really, really good. It's a really good effect. And uh, the special effects artist on this um, is uh, well, Moss just kind of flew in here. Um, I yeah, weird. Um, and he's gone <laughs> just like that. Um, uh, welcome to Shiver, a moth podcast. Um, the uh, the special effects artist went on to work on like Blade. Ooh, Mothman. Yeah, yeah, so, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he wanted to work on Blade, you know, like, yeah. the, the, like this is a legit guy, um, you know. So, so you see, kind of like hints of the the special effects artist that he would become. Um, there's there's some good stuff here, um, and I think it is just good enough to when you've had a couple of those green Budweisers, um, yeah. they work. Yeah, I mean, I there's. You know, I do. <laughs> I I love, I love any time a character is shot or stabbed or or it's just something happens to them, and then it's obvious that it's just like a dummy that they mm-hmm. like flip for the yeah. special effect. And when he takes those shotgun blasts, and it's obvious that it's just like a mannequin that they dressed up, and like somebody grabbed it by the foot and flipped it. I love that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the type of stuff that just, that just warms your heart as a horror fan. It's like, yeah, good, good on you. Okay. That was a fun <laughs> one. You know, the, the actual, the actual kills. Yeah, dude, the, the, the pogo stick that that's, yeah, it's so that's good. so funny. And, and just, unique and, and unique. Yeah. 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 Um, and I mean, I have seen, I have seen pogo sticks without the rubber stopper on the bottom, take chunks out of concrete. Yeah. And so if you've ever been on a pogo stick, you know that that there's, you know, when those things will go. And uh, and so but that was one where it was that was a perfect melding of, of horror and of comedy because it's, it's just funny, but also probably just a gruesomely painful way to die. Yeah. Um, and so that one I really enjoyed. My favorite thing, though, about this is the constant idea that he always has a smaller version of what everyone else has. Uh, the, the, the leprechaun always has a smaller version of what everyone else has. So they get <laughs> they get in the truck to go to town to go to the hospital. He gets on a tricycle. Oh, man. They get in the truck to try to run away from him. He's in a go-kart. In, yeah, where, where the fuck did that <laughs> thing come from? <laughs> Yeah. And it knocks you, over the truck. Yes. You're telling me, you're telling me that the guy who owned it, because all the stuff in the house is just the dudes who lived there 10 years ago stuff, right? right. What was it? Mr. O'Grady. O'Grady. Yeah. You know, just like super, super Irish name. 
Um, but yeah, you're telling me this guy owned a go-kart? Like, why is the go-kart there? But it's just like the commitment to that gag yeah. of, of him always having a smaller version of whatever they have. That's, that's funny. That is, it was like Joker the, always having like something that's like neon green and purple. Yeah. Exactly. Like his, his Joker mobile, it's going to be that color. Yes. You know, and, uh, it's just, you know, and, and, and yet like it, that, that I loved, I thought that was so great. The way that he would just like, the way that the ringing bell went from being something just goofy and fun that he did when he jumped on the tricycle to becoming something that was, that was a sound that, that made them sinister. afraid. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Those little things like that are the moments that elevate a, a a movie to where it is a good blending of horror and comedy instead of it being these two distinct things that at one point the movie just becomes one then the other for for as much as we loved idle hands idle hands very much was a comedy that eventually just became a horror movie right this was a movie that from the jump it did both at the very beginning, um, and and again, a gruesome, funny thing when he's puppeting O'Grady's wife, yeah, and using her voice and just just kind of barely moving her around. It's sadistic. It is, and it really shows you how dark the Leprechaun is. But also, if you can't laugh at that moment, just go ahead and shut it off because you're right. not going to enjoy anything else that happens in this yeah. movie. If you can't take a little bit of fear and a little bit of pleasure in that moment, there's nothing. Look, I'm t I'll tell you right now, there's nothing left for you in the rest of this movie, right? Because that was the moment that really set the stage for what this was going to be. Mm -hmm. The... um. But you want to talk about scary elements, the 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 luring people with children's songs. Again, yeah. going back to those origins of what the leprechaun is. That is truly creepy, I think. That is that is a that's that is a terrifying moment. You know, anytime you can take something that's associated with with a, anytime you can take a children's song and make it something that shakes you to your core. Like we all know that nightmare on Elm street eventually just uh, lean too far into the joke, but also everybody remembers the first time they heard that jump rope rhyme. Yeah. And it just stuck with you and it shook you. That's what happens every time he's singing those children's songs and luring someone in you're, you're scared and you know, it's him. But you also know that they're going to follow and they're going to try to figure out what it is. They just everything they did with the back and forth uh, of the, the comedy and the horror in this was was spectacular. And it and it needed that it needed to be that it needed a blend of certain things being taken very seriously and other things just you 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 got to laugh and you got to enjoy it. Yeah. And I'm I'm not saying that it is on the level of quality as Return of the Living Dead. Right. But it's its ability to mesh comedy and horror together seamlessly does rival Return of the Living Dead. Uh because I mean Return of the Living Dead's on a whole nother level. Like that that it's, is that, that is a perfect movie. It really um, 
Yeah. yeah and we, we got to do it again. I mean, it's, it's yeah. going to get a gold star, but you know, regardless, <laughs> I could talk about that movie, you know, every episode from here to, to the end of shiver, but um, <laughs> it, it, to, to make me think that this rivals its meshing of comedy and horror, like that's nothing to shake a stick at. Right. That's that that's a that's a great quality to have in a big big way. And talking about a big big way, we've got the we folk, which is our oh, our, our our penultimate category here. As we talk about the one cast member that we um, uh, purposely neglected Correct. to speak about uh, in our friends of the leprechaun segment, and we're talking Warwick Davis as the titular character here is the leprechaun. So. Um, when you compare him to uh, some of the other horror killers, you know, particularly slasher killers in the pantheon of, of horror villains, you know, so we're talking your, your, your Holy Trinity, your, your Michael Jason Freddy's, but we're also talking Chucky's right. Right. Uh, we're, we're talking Ghostface. Um, he's been in more movies than just about any other horror killer has, except for that Trinity. Right. So, what do you feel about him? What, what, how does how, how does he stack up? You know, how, what is he on his own, and uh, does he does he work for you? So, first and foremost, right. So off off the jump, look, Warwick Davis don't miss man. No. He this this is a dude who takes every role that he's given and 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 makes it iconic you know we were we were talking on air it's like ah oh, what what was he's you're like oh what what was his, his ewok name and i was like the only one i know is wicket so i guess it's him yeah, like, that's, that's, that's it, it. it's wicked yeah. right yeah i was I trying mean, to come up with a willow pun and i just i, I couldn't <laughs> and so he's he's always great i haven't watched the willow series yet but i've heard i've heard it's i've heard it's really good mm-hmm. uh, so but looking at the actual character of the leprechaun man I think that first and foremost, you've got to acknowledge the fact that he's just so recognizable. Mm-hmm. This is this is a character. He's up there as one like Ghostface. People who have never seen a Scream movie know who Ghostface is. They, they right. know he's a killer, right? So it, in recognizability, he's up there with all of them. You've never seen a Friday the 13th, but you know that if I put on a hockey mask, I look like Jason. He's got that. And part of that is because the special effects and that makeup were just gruesome and, and stuck with you. In the, the pantheon of killers, it's, it's interesting, right? Because it's always, it's always fun to look at these slasher films and try to come from the perspective of the slasher and why they're doing these things. You've got guys like Freddie who as a person was awful. Then he was murdered and he wants revenge. Okay. Well, yeah, but your murder was kind of their revenge. So it could have ended there. Right. You've got, you know, you've got Jason and that's a whole back and forth thing. He was killed or he died. His mom was killed. But when you look at the leprechaun for all we know, before this dude's gold was stolen, he wasn't doing anything except for minding his own goddamn business. Right. Like we, we have absolutely, you know, only looking at this movie. Yes. There's a leprechaun origins and all of that, but only looking at this movie for all we know, if you are a leprechaun watching this movie, this is your death wish. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's exactly like, what it is. You're watching this guy. You're like, well, of course he went and killed them all. They robbed him of everything <laughs> he had. And so here's there's there's a really interesting motivation here in whether or not the leprechaun was just a good dude before his life savings was stolen from him by some drunk guy on a business trip to Ireland. Mm -hmm. So I think that that lends a certain amount of credence to what he's doing and, and raises him up above some of these others where your, your, your motivations get kind of, kind of dumb. Like, like I said, like if you're comparing him to Ghostface and, and Scream 2, that one just falls apart by the end, right? The motivation there is just, man. But yeah, yeah. If, if all I had in the world was stolen by one guy in a bag, I would, I, would, I would want to find that guy and I would want to get it back. And then if I spent 10 years in a crate waiting to get it back, I would probably be pretty salty about still not having it back. And so motivation wise, I think, I think it's great. I think that the look is something that has absolutely stood the test of time. I mean, the Leprechaun origin film was in 2018. I mean, we're still making it. They're still using the, they're still using the same look. And so I think that, I think that when you start to get into those B tier slasher guys, that he has firm footing with your with uh, with a chucky as somebody who maybe your movies aren't that great but you're recognizable for a mile um shit man i gotta agree you know um is he the pinnacle of slasher killers no are there worse yeah um and and he sits in a place where everyone from my grandmother to my eight-year-old knows who he is. Right. Um, because even though Link had never seen the movie before, when he heard that we were doing Leprechaun, he was like, Oh, you're gonna do Leprechaun. Yeah. Like he he knew him, you know, and um he didn't know the name Warwick Davis. But when I told him that he was Wicked, when I told him that he was Willow, he was like, oh, oh, OK. You know, so this th- this is an actor that I have to I have to, you know, kind of give some reverence to, um, you know, he's. He's been there for yeah. years, you know, for like 40 years, this guy's been 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 working and 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 kicking ass, you know, and he did every single one of these except for the last one. Yep. You know, th- this is a character that he he really loved. And when you hear him speak about the leprechaun, like he really loved making these movies. He didn't like getting in the makeup, but he loved making these. movies. Oh, yeah. I saw I, I saw a thing on the, the wiki today about how freakishly long. I think it was like a five hour yeah. thing for him to get the makeup on mm-hmm. and like an hour to get it off. So, yeah, it, it, like like it's not like you can just rip this stuff off. Cause they only make a certain number of, of, of these, uh, you know, uh, prosthetics. So um, it, t- to me, he, he really infused some life into this character where it was, it was a character that I not only uh, occasionally sympathized with because as, right. um, as a, um, 
let's call myself um, <laughs> as a non-capitalist. I saw. I thought you were going to say you sympathized because I thought it was going to be a height joke. <laughs> oh, well, there's that too. I, I thought you were going to be like, a, yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> these are my people, right? Um, so, uh, as as a non capitalist, to see someone like uh, Daniel Legrady come in and steal from him and be like, ah, oh, what's mine? Because uh, capitalism and entrepreneurship and all that, right? Right. Um, like, I was upset. I was like, what the fuck, man? You know, you're 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 going into, you know, granted, you know, he's Irish too, but you're going and stealing from the indigenous folk. Right. And you're 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 lauding yourself and then looking at him like, but why did you follow me back here? I followed the rules. Who's fucking rules, man? Yeah, exactly. I can only I can only imagine that leprechauns themselves did not make the rules that said that no. if you catch one, you get to keep their shit. Right. And in fact, he says it. He goes, "I caught a leprechaun and I forced him to tell me where it is." I'm like, so, so, like you're 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 admitting to yeah. like, dude, this is not cool, right? <laughs> like, all he wants is what is rightfully his back. That's all he wants. And so, like, you know, yeah. he, he is occasionally sympathetic, right? And and he is uh, often funny. Yes. I love this guy. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. he's 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 very easy to uh, to fall in love with as a villain, as a character, as as someone who I want to see more of. It's I I, I don't know how many of these movies I've seen. I, I'm pretty sure I've seen the second one. Um. I don't know how many more of these I've seen. I have only seen this one and Leprechaun in the Hood just because when I found out that maybe, existed, I was like, I need to watch Maybe this. that's the one I saw. And I may not have even seen that one. I think it was Back to the Hood. <laughs> um, but like, I kind of feel like I need to keep going. I kind of do too. I and and I, I don't know if I'm just a glutton for punishment because this was not a good movie. But <laughs> fuck if I didn't enjoy it, man. You know, and I watched it dead sober. All right. Uh, and, and if sober, I can find this funny. Shit, I can't imagine what I'd be like with, you know, a couple of glasses of Jameson or Cuddy Sauce right. or, or some classic, you know, Irish whiskey in me. Yeah, it's this is one where it it does come down to being able to enjoy the killer. You know, we we talked about that when we did. I, I feel like it's it's funny because I feel like one episode and I don't know if you've run into this one episode that we've that I've gotten a lot of flack from from friends that listen is our review of the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre because because we really like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, people. Yeah, that that one didn't sit well with people, right? It's like people did not like how much we liked the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre and how little we liked Barbarian. But I digress. ask me if I fucking care though. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it it you know you've 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 got to find something to latch onto, and with that one yeah. we latched onto how great the kills were, and in this one you latch onto how good the Leprechaun is as as a character because you're right. People I know that I tell about this podcast that are like, oh, I don't watch horror movies. But then, well, I'll be, they'll be like, oh, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. Are you doing Leprechaun? People who have never seen it, people who have no idea what it's about, but they know that there is a movie out there called Leprechaun and they know what that face looks like. Mm-hmm. 
and it's and it's it's just it's just ingrained in into every into everybody because you're right it, they used to plaster the horror section yeah of 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 blockbuster with these things because again the look man it's gruesome if you're watching us live you got just a little bit of his face poking through there in the middle yep and it's just but it was it was such a good look and it was it was also again kind of subverting expectations they could have just given him rags and made him look gross, but the outfit is exactly what they're wearing in all those children's books I read. Yeah. But the face is a monster. And it and it's that, again, that perfect blend of all of those things that just stacks up to be an iconic character. And I like your I think I think that that we both got it. I mean, he's just he's 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 a tier if we're calling the the Holy Trinity S tier, right? right. Like if he's he's only one step down from those guys in in recognizability and and just being ingrained into the collective unconscious. Yeah. Yeah, I you, I I can't disagree with that with, you know, the A tier versus S tier thing. Um I do want to call myself out. Okay. I called Cuddy Sark an Irish whiskey. And after I said that, I was like, is it Irish? And I just looked it up and I was fucking wrong. Really wrong. Okay. <laughs> so uh, to all of my uh, Irish brethren, uh, my apologies. Uh, to my uh, Scottish friends, um, Cuddy Sark does it, you know? Um, <laughs> so, it, you know, it, 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 it'll do. Uh, you know, it's right. not Glenlivet, but, uh, but it'll do. <laughs> And so, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, we, we've nailed it, right? Yeah. We've got episodes, we go for 90 minutes. We got episodes, we go for an hour, but this, this is one where, where we've discussed it and all we've got left is to rate this thing. Yeah. And so we kicked around a couple of different things, but I think that one of the funniest things in this movie is when we see the leprechaun eating what is obviously Lucky Charms, <laughs> but the box very clearly says that they're Lucky Clovers. And that is that is not quite Lucky the Leprechaun on the box. Nope. Not quite. But they're obviously Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. So, in case you have forgotten, we do always rate a movie against itself only and solely. We are just looking at Leprechaun. We're not talking about the whole franchise. We're not comparing it to any other film that we could have done for this time of year. So, we create a unique rating system. And because that box made me laugh so hard, out of a possible five boxes of Lucky Clovers, <laughs> Dave, what do you give Leprechaun? You know, um, I was going back and forth on this, and um, I don't feel comfortable going as low as three and a half. Um, and I don't know how I feel about four. And I feel like somewhere right in between there, like a three and three quarter box of Lucky Clover would be perfect. But we don't do that here. Right. Um, so I am going to round up and go to four. Um, and, and, and there's, there's one reason why I'm coming up from three and a half boxes of Lucky Clover and it's rewatchability. This yeah. is a movie that I can rewatch year after year after year. And, um, I realized that I said at the top of the show that I haven't seen this since the, you know, mid to late nineties, forget that 
because after watching this movie twice in one in 24 week, hours all right yeah twice within 24 hours i can already see myself watching this on friday when i get back from having way too much green beer all right <laughs> um i already know how my friday is going to go and it's going to end with me passed out on the couch wearing a green shirt and a cardboard green top hat that someone smashed down on my head because I didn't fucking buy it, right? <laughs> and I'm going to be on that couch with a bottle of Jameson, and 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 I'm going to be singing, you know, uh, Danny Boy, watching this movie. There are far worse ways to spend a Friday night. Fuck, that's how I want to spend tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm like, I'm stuck in that same no man's land because I definitely don't want to go three and a half... But And so I've been trying to figure out which way I was going to go with it. But you're right. And because I said the same thing, I haven't watched this in so long. But yeah, I'm, I'm, ready, to, I'm ready to do it again. Hell, I'm ready to keep watching more of them and just see if I can keep laughing. And so I, too, I'm going go, to go up to that four boxes of Lucky Clovers because it, I just I had so much fun watching this. And I, I didn't start it until late last night. Mm -hmm. um I'm, you know between time change and spring break yeah. time is time is meaningless right now it's a, I, I, I mean I, it's a construct anyway yeah i, I burnt i burned all my clocks uh saturday <laughs> night um, <laughs> don't tell me to ever fall back again um and so i i i feel really comfortable here giving this four because i do you know we uh I've got, I've got, I've got a thing I'm going to Saturday night. And if the kids fall asleep and they're like, Hey, let's, you know, it, you got, you, you want to watch a scary movie? Like, Oh my, we should watch Leprechaun. Like I can yeah. already see throwing that out there Saturday night. If we're looking for something to do, because it's just anybody who occasionally enjoys a scary movie or occasionally enjoys a good laugh with some blood is going to be able to enjoy this. There's, there's good performances. Mm -hmm. There's some good gore. There's some good laughs. There's a lot to write home about this. And I'm sure it is going to be a steep decline <laughs> as we finish recording tonight. <laughs> and I, and I have, and I have a beer or two and, uh, and I watch number two, but <laughs> I, I just, I I'm, I'm interested in seeing more of this and I, that's something that I can't always say yeah. about a movie. So yeah, I'm comfortable at four boxes of lucky clovers. So th there you go. It is, it, it is a four, a solid four boxes of lucky clover cereal for 1993's leprechaun starring Warwick Davis and Jennifer Aniston directed by the great Mark Jones. Uh, so to all of our um, Irish uh, fans and uh, and fans of Irish descent, happy St. Patrick's Day. Um, there's you know some sort of Gaelic saying that I don't think I can pull off. Uh, neither should I. Um, and, uh, and and so I, I, I will simply say um, happy St. Patrick's Day. Well, we'll leave it at that. That works. That works. Yeah. And so if you're listening, if you're watching and you've enjoyed us, make sure you head to shiverpod.com where you will find links to all of our social media. We are on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Oh, and Instagram, at shiverpod. You can find us in all four of those places there. The one handle, we'll find, you, we'll find all of them for you. But like I said, shiverpod.com's got links to them all. We, we record every Wednesday live at eight, nine, uh, 9, 8 central. 
Um, so you can always join in. Seth, we appreciate you chiming in today. Anybody who watches us live, always feel free to chime in. Let us know what mm-hmm. you think. We um, So we've been going back. We've been going back, but we are going to catch up on some of the modern stuff. We do get questions about mm-hmm. whether or not we're doing some of the newer stuff. And we are coming with two movies that are just releases in the past couple months that we have heard some good buzz about that people have been wondering if we're going to do it. So make sure you tune in next week when we will be reviewing Smile, mm-hmm. which uh, Dave just caught the other night because he forgot we were doing Leprechaun this week. It's kind of a thing with me. <laughs> and I have not watched Smile yet. We're going to do Smile, and then we've got Megan. So we are coming with brand new stuff for the next couple of weeks. So yep. make sure you tune in and watch it. Um, watch us there. Interact with us on Instagram. Let us know what you think. If you love the show, if you love horror movies, and you want an opportunity to be on, don't be afraid to speak up and let us know. we got plenty of room down here for a third window, and we'd oh, love yeah. to probably have you on as long as you've got a microphone. So... We appreciate each every one of y'all for listening. Thank you so much for all the support. Um, Instagram is our main spot, but we've been hearing from play- people from a lot of different places. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so on behalf of all of us, you're at Shiver. Fright you very much. <laughs>